Welcome to the Healthcare Marketing Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to providing effective marketing strategies for dentists, independent physicians, and multi-location medical practices. Far too many doctors struggle to establish their brand online and consistently increase their new patient appointments. Join Lamar Hull of MedRank Interactive as he interviews marketers, doctors, and healthcare professionals who share proven healthcare marketing secrets. Hey everyone, welcome to the Healthcare Digital Marketing Podcast. I'm super excited about having Dr. Ginger on this episode. Um, she has a lot of experience, um, especially as a dentist, but then now really focusing on helping dental practices be more profitable and you know, physicians in the medical space to operate profitable practices through you know, keeping patients, but also attracting new patients. And so now you're doing that full-time, is that right, Dr. Ginger? Yeah, I, I, you know, my story I started off, as you said, as a dentist for a long time, and I went through a, a really rough period in my practice and trying to figure it out. And everyone told me just be a better dentist and business would grow. And, you know, being on right. the other side of it, that's the worst advice in the world. And you probably understand that too, in your experience. But, you know, when you're in that, when you're there, that's what you believe, because that's what they told you. And so right. you know, marketing played a big role in that for me and making it happen. So I was dabbling my toes for many years in, in helping practices because, People were asking me to reach out and help them and then also doing practicing myself. But for, you know, at least the last 11 plus years, I have done this exclusively because that's my focus. Wow, that's awesome. That's awesome. And you've also been featured on some major publications, Dental Economics, uh, Dental Products Report and many others. Um, so you're definitely doing amazing things in the dental space and in the, in the, the medical community. Um, so I guess for, for you, how did you take really take that next step, right? Like, how did you go from a, a dentist practicing many years to, you know, moving towards a marketing expert? Well, I mean, again, it's back to that necessity. That was not my intention. It wasn't my, my business plan once upon a time. All my life, that's all I wanted to be was a dentist. You can ask me when I was five, and that was my one and only career every, every time you asked me. So, you know, I streamlined wow. through it all. I wanted to be a dentist and get through it. And um, I purchased that in my first practice, Right out of dental school. In fact, before I got out of dental school, um, my senior year, uh, we'd made the deal. I said, uh, the old dentist was sitting there, keep it open, keep it running. When I get my diploma and my license, I'll be here. And um, I knew that practice was in bad shape. Uh, yeah. I, I, I had no um, reservations about it, but and I wasn't misled. I knew it was in bad shape, but I, my take on it was because it was him. He didn't have this fancy dental degree and he didn't have this fancy education. And I'm, I'm bright and shiny little new penny coming in there and I'm just going to change everything overnight and it's going to be perfect. So I just need him out of there. And, you know, reality didn't change. It didn't matter who was in it. It was the business. Yeah. That was the issue. It wasn't the dentistry it was the, how the business was being run. And so I had to develop that and, you know, went about running, building a business the wrong way. Like a lot of people do got a lot of CE, bought a lot of equipment, uh, built yeah. a brand new a beautiful office and all I did is jacked up my overhead and still made the same amount of money so that was not <laughs> the way to build a business I could tell you all the ways not to do it and so um, you know when I figured out one to get my head in the right place what am I doing you know I'm here to serve people 
but that wasn't coming across. You know, I wasn't talking their language. I was talking like a dentist and, you know, when I could talk to them and they could understand what I was really trying to do for them. And what, when I was listening to what they really wanted, we were on the same page, but we were talking a different language. So that's where, you know, marketing message match came in for me. And um, I became a really good student of marketing and um, turned that practice around for where I was struggling for years, turned it around in just a few months to where it was profitable. Wow. So that's, that's where I got it is people said, you know, like you, how did you do that? And I would tell them. And mm-hmm. then, so my CPA asked me one day, uh, could you do that for another practice? And I said, well, yeah. He says, there's nothing special about your office, your location. You didn't have this magic insurance comes in that pays 110,000% more than what you charge. And I'm like, no. And I, I was, I was like, what are you saying? You know, I was getting a little upset <laughs> with him. And he was like, cause I need to know if this can work somewhere else. And I said, yeah. And he said, then show me, I've got some people that need some help. And that's how that all just kind of organically came about. Wow. That's awesome. And so when it comes to marketing, so now that you transition to more of that marketing consultant expert, where do you find that you have, I guess, the biggest strengths really as it relates to marketing? Because when someone says marketing, right, they're like, yeah, is that radio? Is that TV? Is that Google? What, what is that? So just would love to open up on that the topic. Well, sure. And, and, you know, when it comes to marketing, most people are, like you said, they're looking for a silver bullet. What do I need to do? Tell me what thing I need to buy, how much to spend and where to put it. And that is the farthest thing from marketing because it, it, that can't succeed unless you know how to talk to these people, who your best customers are, who you're going after, and you're speaking their language, you know, their wants, their desires, their needs. Um, You know, I'm going to do whatever I need to do to get in front of them in whatever medium I need. So if they're listening to the radio, I'm going to put on radio. But if they only get their mail and that's the only thing they do because they live out in the middle of nowhere, which was a big part of my practice. We're going to do uh, more mail. And it was a communication. So marketing, um, it's not a tool. That's what I don't call it. I don't call it a, a yeah. something uh, you go off and do. Uh, marketing is a, uh, it's a relationship. That's, I guess, what we really need oh, yeah. to call it. It's not something I do to somebody. It's something I do for somebody. And it's not right. communication because that's usually one way. It's a relationship. So where can I open the door to have that conversation where we can find out what's going on in their heads and what they really want. Right. That's awesome. And to that point, the relationship is key. And then just solving a problem, right? Right. If you can solve that problem, whatever that oral issue is or that medical issue, but also communicate where the audience is, that's mm-hmm. super important because like you said, if they're, if they're not listening to radio or they're not you know, watching much TV in that area and you're, you're spending 10 grand, 20 grand on, TV ad, radio ads, then you're going to spend a lot and have have a lot of expenses and, and, you know, not as many new patients. So I think to your point, it's so critical to be where they are and connecting with their pain points. All right. Um, well, you know, go back into solving the problem too. The way it, in dentistry, they beat your common language out of you. You know, you've got to talk like a doctor. I want you to use yeah. a professional tone. Give me the diagnosis. And so, you know, just this morning, and I took a screenshot of it. Uh, it was an advertisement came up on Instagram and it was for a laser facility. And so I looked at it. I was like, I don't know if they're local, this is national. And I, and I see anything marketing, I'll start digging a little deeper. So I clicked the button to see what the ad was. And they asked me, was I looking for, and I'm going to make up this because it was Greek to me, Thermolodge. Was I looking for IPL? 
Um, Botox, I recognize that word. word. Um, Juvederm, right. I know that word because of all the advertising, but nine out of the 10 things that they said, that was the first step. So I had to go about and diagnose myself first before I could go further. When they could have asked me yeah. in, in common words, are you worried about fine lines? Um, do you have dark spots? Mm-hmm. Are you looking for hair removal? Those things I know. Right. And so that's why when we as professionals need to use their language, I mean, that's the first thing on a website. I tell my doctors, don't put all, you know, uh, veneers, endodontics, whatever, say, are you here to get, you know, what's the four things that people are calling you about? I want to get my teeth clean. Okay. That's one button. Um, I don't like the way my teeth look done. I got crooked teeth done. Um, And, you know, a lot of them that do cosmetic procedures, I don't like um, the wrinkles or fine lines. Okay. They, those are those words that they're calling you about. That's what you need to be talking first, right out of the bat. Right. No, that's awesome. Because now you're really connecting with them when they're just looking at a screen, right? Like they're, right. they're they don't know, like if it's a new patient, especially they don't know anything about your practice besides the reviews, what you have on the website. But if you're connecting with those pain points, I'm sure with your experience, you've seen very common questions or common, like, you know, just language that when a new patient calls, you see a lot of these same questions, like how much is teeth cleaning or, or right. you know, whitening or whatever that, that language is. And so um, I think that's so important. And w- when you think about new patients to that point of, you know, you're kind of going down that Instagram story. When you think about new patients, have you seen a shift or anything that's really changed with how to attract new patients uh, for doctors? Well, after COVID, you know, I think a lot of people are in the world where they want to um, automate everything. We have all these shiny bells and whistles, but it still yeah. comes back to that communication. So right. if, you know, I, you know, another doctor's office, we um, were trying to make that initial contact with them. Well, they had contacted us. I, the number they gave me didn't work. So we were calling back and we got on their website and they had a, you know, a request form. So we put it in there and say, hey, I'm just following up with you, the phone number you gave. So the first problem, your, your website phone number doesn't work, bad. So don't, right. don't tell me about you getting new patients. You've got that going on. So we filled out the communication. Right. I really you know, thought by the end of the day, let me tell you, it's been three weeks and I still haven't heard from them. And wow. I doubt they even got that. So where did that go? So yeah. you know, you're talking about Instagram, you're talking about all these, it's still gotta be timely. And they usually mm-hmm. want to talk to a person, you know, sometimes they want information. You can do that. You can give them information. Most of the time, if I've got a direct question, we're small enough. We are not Amazons of the world. This is where we right. thrive. This is our sweet spot. So we've got to be human. And like you said, yeah. uh, you know, those questions are coming in. You can sit there and just record every question that comes in in a day and ask, you know, how many times does someone ask for how much is a cleaning or how, you know, I want a cleaning where doctors, right. you know, I was trained, well, when they ask for cleaning, we should educate them. Well, it's not really, it's a cleaning, it depends if you have a healthy mouth or a diseased mouth. If it's a healthy mouth, it's a prophylaxis. If it's a diseased mouth, it's a scale and root plane. They don't care. Right. It doesn't matter. <laughs> right. I just talked them out of it. They're like, thank you. They hung up right. and went somewhere else. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's to your point of like the earlier conversation of just common language. Like it's, it's, it's so key based on the you know, the, the constant and consistent information you're hearing um, from patients who are calling, but also your existing patients, right? You can learn a lot from them. Um, what, what's your take on live chat? So to your point of just being able to, you know, be responsive in a fast way um, to answer questions, like have you been opposed or pro live chat on a website? 
any form of communication. So they're on internet, they're on live chat, they're, they're DMing you. I always want to try to get that as quickly as I can, as naturally as can planned to one of these. Because yeah. it's, it's verbal volleyball back and forth. Key right. um, boards uh, confidence. They're saying all kinds of things they might, probably wouldn't say to you and to your face. You know, say, that's a good question. There's so much I need to ask you about that. Is it okay? Is there a number I can give you a call at? And we can get this yep. resolved. So I always try to transfer into that human relationship because again, it's back to that connection. Right, right. And, and it's nothing like just getting on the phone to talk with someone, right? And you feel you have more confidence with the, you know, the answers that you're given. And then to that point, it's, if your front desk is really good at, you know, the, the relationship driven aspect, mm -hmm. then they can schedule that appointment. Live chat, it may be more challenging where they're talking to a bot or they're talking to someone who's not even in the office and they don't be like, it's hard to, you know, book that appointment. Right. Um, because you want to, they, the, it's just almost just like, you know, the um, persuasion of influence is just being able to hear someone get the answers that you're asking for, and then, you know, take that next action step. And so to your point of getting, getting them on the phone, I think that's so critical. If they're missing those calls, right? Like I can only imagine what conversions are like in most dental practices that if they would just answer the phone or call people back <laughs> right. to get, to get those people in the, in the, in the office as new patients, um, I'm sure a lot, of, a lot more would be profitable as well. Well, um, you know, we're talking about you answer the phone. It amazes me how many offices still don't have somebody open, answer the phone live at lunchtime, their normal business hours. Mm -hmm. um, or they will, uh, someone will leave a message. They will not call them back till the end of the day. That's too long. Um, nobody answers. Everyone should answer the phone on Friday. I don't care if you work half a day or you don't work at all. There should be someone live answering the phone. Those are normal things. And I, I think COVID has shown us that the people who are better at customer relationships and keeping that connection, yep. Because these people had emergencies, they're like, "What do I need to do?" I don't know how many offices we contacted, who had contacted us first that said, "You know, because of COVID, we're closed." You still can answer the phone. You still can oh, talk yeah. to people. These are still that's your biggest asset, not that handpiece and your Serac uh, machine. It's these people, and you need to keep that really connected because they're going to call the next person. Yep, exactly, exactly. So to that point of really, you know, as as a like. Like what you've done, right? You you went from you know operating your own practice, and then you really looked at the marketing side to make it profitable, and many other things, I'm sure. But when it comes to you know running a practice, how much time and energy would you recommend any dentist or doctor to be involved in the marketing uh, strategies? I, I think they should always keep their toe in it. I know there's agencies that can do it, you know, but it's your voice, is your relationship. Nobody can replace you. You know, there's, we call, um, I tell my clients, it's mule work and magic. So 20% of that is magic and that, but 80% of that's mule work, but you got to keep your toe in that 20% and going forward. Or, you know, you can have a key person in the office who is still the voice for the office. What do you guys stand for? You know, what's important to you? Um, what's your personality? Cause you know, I, I personally can't name too many unethical dentists. But if you ask yeah. patients out there, they'd say there's a lot of them. And it's just because yeah. it's miscommunication. I know dentists really, really, really care. That's genuine and going forward. But people are choosing you or not choosing you 
based on things that are outside of that, that scope. So the way, the canter of your voice, you know, what's important to you, you know, you're standing in the community. If your spouse is involved in something in the community where your kids go to school, they're looking for that connection to somebody they know. And so, you know, if we're, we're dealing with the local market, you're not treating people across the country. Um, They need to see and hear you. So uh, nobody, nobody, nobody. And even me as another dentist, could not go into your practice and capture your voice. So you've got to keep that little toe in there. Right, right. No, that's awesome. And, you know, to that point, I think, you know, what I see a lot of the time is how much they are involved, but also having a point person, if they are working with a marketing agency, to really be connected or the liaison between the the doctor and then the marketing group. Right. Um, Because the doctor's practicing most of the time, right? So If if things are going right, that's what you should be doing. Yeah. (laughs) exactly exactly and then just I think about it you know at the level of conversions right like it doesn't matter how much money you throw at you know marketing or mailers or whatever that is if you can't convert those leads you're gonna you're going to struggle and be wasting a lot of money right Um, so we see this this a lot of time with like fee-for-service practices because if they're throwing you know marketing dollars out and the language is not congruent to what you know is happening based on, you know, the, what insurances that they take and, you know, the, the, the type of patient they're, they're trying to go after when that person calls and the first thing they hear is, hey, do you set this insurance? Nope. Okay. I'm, I'm going to hang up and call right. the next person. So I think that's so important. Um, but back to the conversion conversation is having a point person to really, you know, track every lead that comes in, new patients specifically, and then also making sure you understand why you're converting and then why you're not converting so that you can maximize that marketing dollar. Like what was your take on just really like, like we, so like we work with, you know, 34 dental practices, right. And I would say half of them have a point person, half of them mm-hmm. don't. And so. Converting- and you know, which ones are doing better and which ones are not right now by that. Don't you? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> exactly. So uh, how do you, like, if you, if you, let's say you're working with a dentist, right. And did you recommend them finding a point person to really help with the marketing conversions? Like what, what's your strategy on just conversion in general with new patients? Well, you know, first I always like to define marketing, what the role of marketing is. What role of marketing is to get the phone to ring or to get a click and get to that level. Now the conversion part is you, as you're talking about, once I get them in the office, the marketing's done its job. So yeah. it's, it's up to the internal of the office. So that's a systems problem, a management system problem. So, you know, are we, you know, People, for instance, I'll give you an example. This is what's in my head right now. Uh, I have someone who's like, I need a bunch of new patients. And then when I pull back the curtain, she has no openings for a new patient for a month. So no, <laughs> nobody's going to wait that long. So right. what we, you know, we went back to there. That's what we started. The fastest path, the cash was what's already in, in the office. Let's clean up where you can get a new patient in, in a timely manner. Um, we can see them more efficiently. The answer to is more often, yes, we can get you taken care of. Uh, more same day dentistry because they were not seeing people. They'd see them two months later and then they put them out another two months that, you know, that's nothing to be proud of. It's about getting stuff done. So that has to be cleaned up first before I said, you can spend anything on marketing because, because yeah. I always say you gave me wrong, the wrong patients. They're, they're horrible patients. I couldn't convert them. And I said, no, let me, let me go back and look at it. And then as to the point person question, um, you know, every office has to have that liaison. So it might be someone already on staff. 
And usually yeah. when I'm talking to the doctor, I'll go through and we will, I will tease that out. And usually I can find maybe a dental assistant who's really good at that, that we can give that role part-time to. Try not to give us office manager because they're already strapped. But is there somebody right. else in the front office that can uh, spend a little time on that and be a point person? But when I come to marketing persons, it's a personality thing. It's, it's a different animal. So they might be great with people, but when they're a marketing person, they've got to be attention to detail. They've got to have five okay. follow through and I will go through and I'll test them for that. And I'll, I'll tell them, doctor, I love Mary. Keep her with you next to the patients because she will not thrive in that role. She will not right. be a star in there and you're going to be mad and Mary's going to be frustrated. So let's go and find somebody else or let's hire a part-time person and we will find somebody to do this, but this is not right for them. And that's what right. to make a break for me is that marketing assistant. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. I think that's critical, um, just being able to have, because what you're talking about is practice management. It's not just the marketing, right? No. Because if you don't have, they go. Don't have the, yeah, hand in hand. I agree. Oh, totally agree. So, so we talked about, you know, language and overall messaging, marketing, but to make a practice very attractive, right? Because I'm sure you see this, there's a dentist on every corner. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, how do you, how do you stand out? How do you make your practice more attractive uh, for new patients? Well, I think, again, is back to being yourself. So we talk a lot about video, and I'm not talking about um, polished, high studio, let me put my suit and tie on kind of thing. Um, yeah. You know, this is where your social media comes in. You are a member of the community, so um, they can hear your cadence. They can find out about people in your staff. There's questions that come in every day. So that's an easy one to use for video. So I will tell them at least once a week, they have a set day that they will answer questions. So like, what's a crown? Yeah. And, and you have to answer it in the simplest terms. So they have to practice this for a while until they get used to it. And it can take no more than two to three minutes. If they're asking about, you know, why does my insurance only cover for a cleaning twice, twice a year? Who's the person, perfect person to answer that? That's the insurance person in the office. Just answer that really quickly. Um, you know, dental assistant um, asking about, you know, why do I need to floss every day? Or how do I take care of my, my, my crowns? Here, let me explain that to you. Things that they're already right. doing. So we'll get a, I'll get them have a piece of paper or a clipboard up in the sterilization. And I said, every time someone asks you a question, I don't care if you've answered it 30 times this week, I want you to write it down because we're going to start seeing that. And those are topics for yeah. those weekly videos to go through. And so, you know, I, I did this experiment. I did two different offices. And if I have a live workshop, I show the video. Um, the question was um, about crooked teeth. You know, why do I need to worry about crooked teeth? And both of them answered it in two and a half minutes. One of them, 90% of the people see it die. I mean, they're just unconscious. They want to, <laughs> he is so dry. He's so terrible. And he shouldn't be talking about that in his office. That's why I said, yeah. you're a wonderful dentist. You're not allowed to ever talk about this again. The other yeah. guy <laughs> is personable. You know, his practice is full. He's like, you know, you got crooked teeth. Um, you know, right. why should we do it? So that you don't track junk in there. And so we keep cavities out and you look, you feel better. And so, you know, these are the words he used. And this other guy used malocclusion and abrasion yeah. and, and people went. Whoosh. Yep. <laughs> so it's almost like, you know, the, the being who you are, right? True to yourself, but bringing that personality to your kind of the, the communication efforts that you have online and in the practice to where you're very unique and they remember you for that. So like, for example, there's this orthodontist in uh, Charlotte where we are, and he's, you know, you could tell he's just a charismatic uh, personality, right? And like, 
you know, Halloween or any holiday or really any day, he's got costumes on, you know, he's showing his office, his staff, they're, they're just, you know, they may be shooting a basketball in a hoop and it's, it's just, you can see the fun environment that they've created and they, they've developed a unique, um, you know, just value in the community. So when someone talks about the orthodontist, we're talking about this group. He comes first to mind. Yeah, first of mind. So to your point, that's so important. And then video is like perfect because it's engagement, right? Like people will engage right. with videos because, you know, most people are scrolling on, you know, Facebook or Instagram. And if you can show a unique video that, you know, catches their attention, they're going to engage with that more than just, you know, produce, you know, content that's being produced. Well, we so know that because it's slow down. We know that the scrolls, you know, Facebook there, it, videos convert better than everyone's got these. They say, I need to hire a graphic designer. I need these little perfect um, graphics that we're going to post about brushing your teeth. And it's got a yeah. toothbrush on it. And they, they paid someone to do it. And it's the same stale thing. And it's nothing that's unique to their office or personal about their office. Um, you know, I also tell them if there's an opportunity, I like once a week for them to publish something about the community. So if there's a fundraiser that they support, oh, yeah. you know, give them a shout out on your page. If there's an organization you like, put a shout out. If there's a business that in your local area that you got great customer service and had great coffee that morning, put a shout out on your page because you yep. are in a toll booth position in your community. So, you know, I, yeah. I know certain dentists that people would call and they, you know, we're, we're moving here. We were looking for a realtor. They'll ask them because they know they connected wow. with everybody else. So I, I want people to be, that's your job as a community leader to be there. Yeah, be a part of the community. Because um, what, what better referrals, right? Than you know, uh, another business down the street that's not even in, in your industry is referring uh, clients to you because you right. have to go to and they're connected with you, right? Right. Restaurants, so, I mean, everything. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So. I mean, you've, you, you've answered some amazing, or you provided some amazing feedback and answers and you can see your, your wealth of knowledge and experience. So with, to conclude with, if there's any doctor or anyone in the medical space that, you know, they, you know, they, they love this episode and they just want to learn more about you and the services that you offer. If you would break that down into like, Hey, here are my key services that, that will really help, you know, in um, whatever environment they're in or strategies that they need, what would those be? Well, you know, when we look at uh, for practices, some people just need a little bit more information. So we put out a lot of free content on our website. You know, if you're just dabbling one and want to learn a little bit more, I put that out there for you guys. You're, you're welcome to it. Um, it's at gingerbratzel.com. Um, we do workshops like tomorrow. We're recording this. So tomorrow I'm actually doing a marketing calendar workshop with some of my clients and some new people where we're going to go through and plan 2022. Um, you know, awesome. so they have a rough estimate and what they should look at. We're going to give them some inspiration, the marketing materials. They can come out and sample that. But I think the best way to, you know, figure out what's specific for them and you know, ask me specific questions and my team about that is, you know, we sit down and we do a strategy session and, and we make those available. They can request one of those. And if we can find something to help them, I will map it out and recommend what they need. And if I can't, I got a million dollar Rolodex and I can refer them to somebody else. <laughs> Nice, nice. And, and we love Dr. Jenner because she's an ally, right? Like you yeah. help really look at uh, right. the big picture. And so I think that's incredible. And we'll make sure we include uh, all of those resources uh, within this episode. Um, we thank you for your time, Dr. Ginger, and we will see you guys next time.